folks, and welcome to another episode of All Things Dreams with your host, Miranda McLaughlin. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to give a little bit of a reminder that I'm certainly no expert in dreams or dream interpretation, but this is something that I find pretty fascinating. And since I have a ton of dreams that I remember on a regular basis, I decided to start up a podcast to share what I'm learning while I'm researching things to interpret my dreams. And today we've got a few people here in our uh, recording studio. <laughs> it's so, a beautiful recording studio. Why, thank you. It's very opulent. <laughs> so we'll kickstart things with a bit of a round of introductions. I am Amanda. I'm Dr. Hidalgo Samsonite. Do you have your ID this time? I do. <laughs> Perfect. And I'm Nicola. Awesome. So we've got a great crowd here today, and I'm really glad in particular that Nicola could join. Not that I'm not super pumped about um, Amanda and Dr. Samsonite joining. It's just that the dream I'm sharing features Nicola, and she's the only person from my real life that I actually remember from the dream itself. I don't remember anyone else who was featured. So um, I'll start things up with sharing this dream, and then I'll get a sense of what you guys think some things might mean, and then I'll share what I did for some research. In this dream, we were doing kind of what felt like one of our typical cottage getaways, where we mooch off of our friends' parents' cottages. It's my favorite <laughs> Very way to spend familiar with that concept. <laughs> yes. And in this dream, it was Nicola's parents. And I've been to their cottage before, and this didn't look like it, but I knew it was Nicola's parents' cottage. As one does in a dream. Exactly. Um, this this particular cottage was right on the water and had like a dock going into the water. We were having great fun, just like jumping off and swimming, having just like all the fun. And then afterwards, went inside and um, I was just kind of relaxing on the couch and kind of almost falling asleep. And then Nicola comes over with this adorable little baby. And it was her, one of her sister's sons. <laughs> Interesting. And you didn't tell me that. I just knew in the dream. I was like, this, of course. Is, this is Nicola's nephew. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> and it was just this little squishy, adorable little boy, like little tiny baby boy. And so she was like, do you mind if I just like, set him down beside you while he's sleeping? I'm like, of course. And so I just snuggled up to this cute little baby boy. And then fast forward to a little bit later in the dream. And I had to go to the bathroom. And then after going to the bathroom, I started washing my hands. And to wash my hands, I was using the baby, which became a bar of soap at one point. So, so it weird. went from just being a regular baby. And I didn't think anything of it. I was just, oh, here's the baby boy now. Yeah. And he's this bar of soap. And I was just washing my hands. And then after I washed my hands with the baby soap or mm -hmm. soap baby, um, I started to freak out because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if now that I've gotten the soap wet, if the suds are going to impair its ability to breathe. Like, have I blocked the soap baby's airway? And I started freaking out and like yep. frantically trying to dry off this bar of soap. And then I remember like setting the bar of soap up and looking and being like, okay, yes, it's breathing. Okay, we're good. The soap baby is breathing. And then later after that point, I ended up carving the soap to look like a little girl for some reason. Okay. And then proudly showed Nicola what I had done and she looked completely unimpressed but didn't but actually not say anything. <laughs> no. So 
that was my dream in terms of. I like, really was like questioning where you were gonna go because this dream sounded very tame, like baby, <laughs> cute baby, cottage weekend. And I was like, this baby's gonna be evil and a demon that like eats Miranda. But plot no, twist, it's soap. It's a soap baby. This is very different. And it, mm-hmm. sometimes, like in your dreams, you're kind of like, oh you realize it's changed and you're kind of confused but then other times in your dreams things are completely different and you're just kind of like yep Mm -hmm. status quo and you roll with it this was very much a the baby was a regular baby and then the baby was a soap bar baby Mm -hmm. and both seemed completely normal and I didn't even process that there had been a shift right the most interesting thing to me is that you had no no issue cutting up the baby <laughs> and mutilating it into another form, but you were worried the suds yeah. would contaminate its ability to breathe. Fascinating. But cutting pieces of it off was like, eh, yeah, that's To, like, fine. transform it into something else, too. You're like, this cute baby's done now. I'm going to turn it into a different cute baby. Yeah. I don't even remember the thought process. Mm-hmm. I just remember being like, oh, and now I carved it to look like a little girl. But to begin with, I vividly remember it was a baby boy. And that my reaction at this is like, ugh, like totally apathetic. Like, <laughs> not only did you turn my nephew into soap, but then you carved it into a girl. I have but- questions. <laughs> okay. Was the bar of soap shaped like a baby? No. It's it, just a regular. It looks like a beige, bland bar of soap, like your typical bar of soap. So you carve that into a baby girl. Not even a baby girl. I just kind of like carved it to make it look like almost like a stick girl. Like, oh, it has a fake little dress and like hair. Um, Like it wasn't like a good carving even. It was very rudimentary. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. And I didn't feel concerned about that. Like I wasn't like, this is going to harm it. I was just kind of like, oh, now, now it looks like a little girl. That's cool. I read this as you had a baby boy and you took a knife to it, carved it into a girl, and washed your hands of it. <laughs> but the washing of the hands was I in between. Gonna, yeah, that's the scariest part. Maybe. She did in the middle of the process. She washed her hands of the crime before mm. the crime had even been completed. Uh, therapy is But needed. it's weird because there was no ill thoughts about it or like nothing was weird about it. So it's not like you intentionally did that in your dream. Like a true sociopath. <laughs> yeah. I clearly cared about the soap baby mm-hmm. because I was frantically concerned and frantically trying to figure out like how can I fix what might be wrong like did I just drown this baby like Mm -hmm. I felt really really upset about that I was like Nicola's gonna be pissed (laughs) but once that was resolved (laughs) my precious bouncing baby nephew Mm -hmm. but what I remember most vividly is seeing like the inner part of the bar of soap just like rise and fall and rise and fall as though it was so breathing. Still breathing. And it didn't look it's like a David Cronenberg movie. Mm. I, I don't know. So, any thoughts on what any of this might mean you apart need, from what need, Devin suggested? I need some help. I mean, Dr. I feel like there's a transformation part of this, so there's probably some sort of like transformation idea that mm-hmm. you were processing, not necessarily like baby, but maybe there is some relevance to babies and like becoming something different mm-hmm. or because they are growing up like yeah. were you spending time with your nephews and nieces of your own oh, or anything like that that's the thing the I time? also didn't specify this was from like three days ago or like four days ago this okay is, this very is the recent. most recent, recent uh, okay. of any time that I've done um uh taken something from my dream journal and done an episode on this this is by far the most the most current of the ones I've shared mm-hmm. so this is like a 
Are you sad Nicola's no longer a baby? She's growing <laughs> up. It's so sad. <laughs> yeah, the interesting, the thing I'm having a hard time moving past is that, uh, I mean, for those listeners at home, my sisters are 18 and 21. <laughs> uh, and I mean, if you have children at 18 or 21, that's fine. But my sisters are very far away from having children, as am I at age 26. So the idea that there is a child in my family at all is very <laughs> comical to me at mm. this phase of life. Um, and I've met one of your sisters, and yeah. I'm aware of the, that the other is the youngest. Yes. And I was fairly aware that they didn't have any babies and, like, that I was... That anyone talked about. Um, yeah, no. But in the dream, it was like, oh, th- this is... Um, this is Nicola's nephew. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's also funny, in particular, that it was a boy, because I was raised in a very estrogen-driven mm. household. Me too. I have with, five sisters. Yeah, I have no brothers. It's my mom. My, Maybe that's why my she wanted two to turn sisters. it into a girl. Yeah, my mom, my two <laughs> I was sisters. like, this is wrong. <laughs> and even our dog is a girl. And like, whenever I tell men that, they're like, your poor father. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a, like a, the idea that we would have a male baby in the family, I don't know if anyone would know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I think They'd I would probably, probably carve it into a girl. I'd probably carve it into a girl made of soap, too. <laughs> Give it to Miranda to look after. Could raise it. <laughs> That's preposterous. <laughs> but, I mean, it does make sense to me that I would have a baby and then pass it off to someone. <laughs> like, that, that checks out. That checks out. That's totally That is the most real part of the dream. To me, <laughs> That's very reasonable. Lot. What you do with the baby beyond that is <laughs> not my problem. But I relinquish my responsibility. I've done my part. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I agree with Amanda. I'd say there's definitely a transformational element mm-hmm. there. Also, like a cleaning or like cleansing yourself yeah. element with the soap of like maybe yeah. getting rid of something you don't want anymore. Like I think you guys should probably write pots. dream interpretation books because from yes. some of the research I've done, you're quite on the right track, and you're also on the right track in terms of kind of pinpointing some vital elements in terms of items to be interpreted right. from the perspective of someone who's. A self-proclaimed not dream expert. <laughs> but we're legitimate dream experts because we just guessed correctly. I think that's pretty much. That's what we learned scientific. from today. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Checks. It checks. Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with one item that we didn't talk a lot about, uh, which was what started the dream, and that was water and swimming. So this is something that was a really positive experience in my dream and in when my I, life. In my <laughs> life, yeah, I love swimming. <laughs> so what I what I had researched was that water tends to represent imagination and creativity. And um, if you dream of swimming, which is what was the case in my dream, it suggests the dreamer should really lean into that part of themselves. And Freud also, this is a little bit different, associates water with the womb. Of course um. he does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, though, this interpretation it is didn't not happen like, super in or around the uterus. <laughs> yeah. It didn't happen, according to Freud. <laughs> but it Do does. People say... still refer to him as like he's still for a... real. Yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> he he's basically he's referenced the... like, in all of com- my dream interpretation books. Okay, he's like the in... father of modern psychology. But he's right? the father. We've come a long way. We don't still refer to him as like the go-to. He's like but your I'm racist. A, I'm a counselor. I've always gone with like cognitive behavioral therapy. There's a, there's I know there's a roots lot... of that in Freud's theories, but like yeah. I read that book in my master's, and I was like. No, this is not for me. This Freud theory. regularly <laughs> pops up, but now more and more different um, folks are being elevated as also experts in dream interpretation and, psycholo- and dream psychology in that. And there's a lot of kind of comments yeah. as you're reading the books. It's kind of like, 
And not surprisingly, Freud has a sexual interpretation mm, right. of um, this symbol in your dream. Right. So there is a little bit of a... Sigmund. <laughs> can't live with him, can't live without him. <laughs> Uh, but in this case, it was less about uh, sex and more about parts of, I guess, your organs of your body that relate to the, the sex of your body, mm-hmm. um, which is the womb in this case. And it basically said if you are having like a positive, happy experience while you're floating in the water, that that could be a representation of your desire to go back to your home and in particular back to like being with your mom. Yeah. So or uh, being with my mom <laughs> at, at, at the cottage, at my mom's cottage. <laughs> yes, it's me. It's basically me saying all of my other friends have pretty much gotten to meet Nicola's mom. I want to meet Nicola's mom. <laughs> Jackie, are you listening? Jackie, if you're listening, Dear Jackie, you're very popular. In this dream is basically just about you. <laughs> Thanks, Freud, for clearing that up. Absolutely. So the other piece that I researched was something that you guys have both kind of pinpointed and brought up and also something that Dr. Samsonite flagged in a more dark fashion, mm-hmm. which is around that transformation that happened in the dream. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm going to share is what you might be able to expect in terms of the meaning of symbolism when there's a transformation or, or like a metamorphosis that's mm-hmm. happening. And basically... This tends to symbolize a deep inner transformation that's taking place. And um, in particular, what's being represented before and after the symbolism tends to be significant. So in this case, baby and then to soap. So to take a look at what does baby mean? What does soap mean? And what does it mean to be transitioning from that Mm -hmm. to this? Because that's where your brain kind of went. Okay. So it also suggests that in your head, you were thinking that you either want to or plan to or expect to transition to whatever the one thing symbolizes to whatever the other thing symbolizes. So baby has to be like naive, young, like youthful or like those sorts of things. Like when you were young, you did not need to bathe. And now you are old, and you must bathe. Well, we're just going to wrap the podcast up right there. I the cold, ladies and gentlemen. It's been done. But just for fun, let's see what some of those books said. Right, of course. Um, Might be good. Just for kicks and giggles. Might be good. So with baby, there's there's a lot of different symbolisms for baby. It's kind of like baby crying, baby sleeping, baby girl, baby boy, baby... Alive, baby, not alive, Mm -hmm. baby. Lots of different interpretations. Mm -hmm. So as I was going through, I was trying to find the ones that seemed the most to represent uh, what popped up in my dream. And what I was reading was that there's a bit of a different, a few different breakdowns. And with one, it's looking at what it means about your emotional state. So it says, if the baby pops up in your dream, and in this case, it wasn't like crying or anything like that. So it's a bit more standard. It can represent feelings of helplessness, vulnerability, and a need to be cared for. So you, you touched a little bit on some of those things, Amanda, where you started kind of fixating on, okay, what does a baby represent? Mm-hmm. What is the reality of a baby? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of a part of it, but particularly from like emotion, an emotional state right. um, and what people tend to interpret being the case with babies. But there's also aspects where babies can represent just a new phase in your life or a new project or a new idea or a new activity. So basically just something in your life that's still in its infancy stages. So not just how you're emotionally feeling, but 
just like what's the new reality or what's something that you're focused on. And the other piece that I, I picked up was specifically baby boy, because as I mentioned before, mm -hmm. the baby was soap and it was carved into a girl. <laughs> it was a baby boy. Mm -hmm. So that tends to mean that there's an emergence of a new phase of self or expression. So those are some of the pieces that mm -hmm. kind of bubbled up with specific to being a baby. Not being a baby, but having, having a baby in, the dream. in your dream. And some of that definitely resonates with me in terms of just kind of being like, okay, yeah, I'm doing some new projects, like a new podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's pretty darn new. And it's not exactly fully developed yet. Still pretty much in its It's still a baby. Stage. Just the baby podcast. It's just a little baby podcast. <laughs> Someday you will carve it up into... Oh, shoot. <laughs> you'll clean it. You'll wash it. And Be then worried. I'm suffocating it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. But there's also how long ago did this dream happen? Four days, you said. Yeah, it was very recent. I'm building a theory. <laughs> All right, not quite there yet. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> it might be after the show. We'll see. <laughs> hey, don't rush it. Don't rush it. I still think this has to do with Superman, Captain Marvel, and the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> okay, now I'm now I'm intrigued. <laughs> me too. You keep letting that percolate a little yet, bit, yeah. and then I'm I'm very interested to find out what that is. Do you visit the cottage? In the winter only. Not in the winter only, but only in the fall. Okay, then never mind. The whole thing falls apart. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for solid dude. Dream theory debunked. <laughs> but it's always been too cold for me to go swimming. Mm -hmm. That is true. When I've been there. Because the boy could be Superman. And Superman's old news now. And you hate the tub scene with Superman, which could symbolize soap <laughs> in some way. So you took the soap and you Why does he it go with the tub Marvel. with the shoes on? I don't no understand. One would want that. No one. Ugh. But you carve it into Captain Marvel. He just yeah, I'm like, yeah. Super. Get away from here, yeah. Superman. You've you've messed up. Now Captain Marvel. <laughs> hey, I don't hate that theory. Not going to lie. Mm -hmm. And I'm there because true. I don't know anything about superhero movies. <laughs> so I seem like the likely sidekick in that <laughs> oh, dream. For sure. <laughs> Makes still more sense than Freud. I mean, yeah, I guess you could you could <laughs> say that. I do have a bit of a side note because as I was doing the research around babies, I came across um, a disturbing thought that I figured I should disturb other people with mm. because you know can't we like to disturb. Go on, <laughs> you're gonna disturb us. No, you, it was something that I yeah, found took a disturbing. Knife to a baby, like I don't <laughs> no. know where else we can go. No. So when I was researching the possible symbolisms, like I said, there were a lot of different types of babies, and one of them is something that I've never ever dreamed of, and I really hope I never do. Was the thought of an adult body with a baby head? So if that pops up in your dream, what that could mean? And basically, it just suggests that you're approaching something in your life in an immature way, even though you are physically mature. Mm -hmm. And then there's also the opposite of that, which is a baby body with Human an head. adult head. Would you just fall over? <laughs> I don't your head know. is definitely like the same weight as your body, so yeah. probably. But um, what does it symbolize? Oh, the so the opposite. Um, so if it's a baby body with an adult head, right. then baby that head. means that you are intellectually advanced, but you are emotionally and sexually immature. Okay. So. That's very Freud. <laughs> All I know is I don't want to dream about either of those things. Yeah. I'm going to try to do my best to be I not feel like the explanations now, of those. <laughs> like it'll just come Fingers in Fingers crossed I don't. Reason. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> but the other thing I researched that actually is relevant to what we were talking about is soap. So basically what I found was that it's, it represents a cleansing or melting of emotions resulting in a feeling of release. So basically you are washing away some of the negative emotions. And it also can represent 
Uh, maybe you haven't done that yet, but that you want to cleanse your life of any negative influences that are currently impacting you. And I think that too is something that a lot of people can feel like in one way or another, there's something in their life. They're kind of like, oh, I need to address this. I need to deal with this. And so I definitely think that that part could certainly resonate with me. Probably anyone can resonate with. Yeah. Most people have got some cleaning out yeah, to do like in their life. They've got some dirty laundry that <laughs> needs to be taken Kondo care of. That shit. <laughs> Does it bring you joy? <laughs> But there was one other explanation that basically was just like, it could also really just express something more related to the soap that you just need to clean up your act. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> like you are a mess right now. Yeah, Get your so shit together. <laughs> one interpretation is that there's external factors that you need to kind of address and clean up, if you will. And the other one is kind of like looking internally mm. at things you need to clean up. And I mean, probably both apply. To I, some I think, again, all of us got that. Yeah. 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 Fair. So, but going back to the, the transitional part, um, it's basically indicating that where I'm currently at is more related to the definition of the baby. Mm-hmm. So feeling kind of emotions that are difficult or feeling that I need to have some maybe support mm-hmm. and assistance and even that there's some feelings of a bit of vulnerability Mm -hmm. and that I want to get to the point where I'm either cleaning up my act or cleaning up the things around. So when you kind of look at the two side by side, I was like, that kind of makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. and a lot more sense than just a baby turning into a bar of stuff. So true. So. Yeah. Like when you first tell that story, it's like, that is really weird. But then when you dig into it, it actually mm-hmm. truly makes sense. So now, to see the things tying together a little bit. Is there more with the like carving of the girl? So I didn't find anything. I didn't really know what to look up. Hey, Alexa, what does it mean when you turn a soap (laughs) that used to be a baby back into a person? No, it's a soap baby boy into a soap girl. So the bar was shaped like a boy. No. So it was just a bar of soap. It just looked like a bar of soap that's chest rised and falled. Carving can mean transforming unconscious energy into conscious awareness, which does also make sense. If you were like consciously then choosing to mm-hmm. take that. If my brain is like, dude, you are currently dreaming about mm-hmm. babies turning into soap. Now you need to think about it consciously like about what that means and, and transform into, into a real girl. Into <laughs> yeah. Conscious actions in your real life. Yeah. So have you yeah. considered that the baby boy is your subconscious? But you are the soap girl. I, Miranda McLaughlin, am a soap girl. Soap girl. <laughs> soap girl. Soap girl. Be a soap girl. girl. <laughs> yeah, like this, this is all checking out really, really well. I mean, I believe in dream interpretation, and I'm starting to feel like maybe I'm more of an expert than I thought. I This one really fully makes sense. So. Or at least yeah. when I have other I folks around do, me giving me and feeding me answers to things, that really helps. Mm-hmm. Um, the last piece that I looked up, Uh, was also when I was looking up things around like transformation and metamorphosis, one of them was an object coming to life. And this might have been a little bit of a stretch because it wasn't like an object that randomly came to life. It was more of a, there was a baby and then there was bar of soap that was a baby. But but the soap was breathing. Yeah. So it was a bar of soap that had like a rising and falling in the middle of it. I would classify that as an object coming to life. Fair enough. So I I thought it it seemed close enough, so I figured I'd at least research it. And what I found was that if an inanimate object comes to life in a dream, it may mean that a previously unacknowledged inner potential is now ripe for development. And that also Mm. kind of linked back to part of that baby part where it was saying that there might be something that's like a new project or a new 
something in your life that's kind of in its infancy stages. And then this is saying, all right, whatever it is, it's ripe for development. And it also says that if the metamorphosis is frightening, such inner energies may need to be acknowledged before they can really come to fruition. I didn't really find that the object coming to life was frightening because I was just kind of like, yeah, it's the soap baby. No, no big deal. Nicholas <laughs> not even upset about it. No, but my uh, Obviously, you did not anxiety. hold my nephew in close regard. <laughs> you passed him along to me. So. But your nephew is Superman. He can take care of himself. He can. <laughs> but I, so I didn't think the last part applied as much because I wasn't really frightened of the object coming to life. I was just anxious about me potentially suffocating it. The yeah, fact you that it was alive it gave you anxiety because that mean it could die. Mm-hmm. No, that part I didn't care about. It was only when I was like, oh shit, it's wet. No, but you thought it was going to die because it was going to stop breathing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that part, I, it was fright. I was frightened of the possibility of me accidentally killing it, right. but I wasn't frightened of it breathing. It had a right. life force that you could terminate. Right. It was not the life force in and of itself that was scary. Right. Yeah. Also, cottage has a meaning. It says to dream of a cottage represents your perspective on a situation being centered around escaping problems or responsibilities. There's a lot of, I always find that fascinating too, because in reading up dream symbolism, there's a lot of variations in what things can mean. Mm -hmm. And I often find that with things that I would think are completely unrelated, you start to kind of weave together connections and Mm -hmm. interrelatedness of a lot of them. And I find that I don't know. It makes it a really interesting process. Yeah. I also just find, too, it just helps a little bit of self-reflection and kind of promotes thinking about things in a way that I might not have otherwise thought about them totally. or given the time to think about them. And it's also you telling you how to think about things yeah. that you wouldn't have normally thought about. Like, there's a really weird mm-hmm. meta way of this or, like, subconscious way of, like, developing that train of thought. For sure. And mm-hmm. I think, too, that when you talk to other people about their dreams that they tend to ask questions that I might have never otherwise asked. Mm-hmm. And I find that the same way with other people. They'll be like talking to me about their dreams and I'll ask questions. They'll be like, oh, I didn't think about that. And then it's kind of like brings things down a different path and mm-hmm. it just kind of leads to, yep. again, more self-reflection and in like a positively healthy mm-hmm. way. But yeah. anyways, that's the last of what I did for um, looking at the interpretations mm-hmm. that fall in t- within the category of what your subconscious might be trying to process. But I also have a book that I want to draw upon a little premonitions. bit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what is this predict Everyone's for your future? <laughs> And so this is a different type of dream interpretation that's less looking at what your subconscious might be trying to process. And it's more looking at what this could mean for your future. There is sometimes a little bit of your subconscious reflecting on things, but there's also tends to be some very specific, like if you dreamed about this, this is going to happen in the next certain amount of time, which isn't something I tend to give a whole lot of weight to myself, but I find it really interesting. So also this um, one might be more relevant because this dream was so recent. Maybe. So now you can actually Yeah, now I can the follow the steps because usually I've been mm-hmm. like, well, two years ago when I had this dream that's like within the next three days, I'm like, well, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but this time you'll be able to tell us if it's true. And I think it was the last episode or maybe the one before where... Dr. Samsonite had asked which book that I was referencing. And so the book that I'm going to reference is The Ultimate Dictionary of Dream Language um, by Rikita Ryan. So what I had looked up was um, babies again. And interestingly, with, with this book, there's probably about a dozen different types of 
maybe no more than that, of baby aspects you could look into. It's like baby in your arms, baby abandoned, baby bald baby, baby's first step, bottle fed, uh, crying baby, distressful baby, happy baby. Like there's a lot of different options. And then it's like nude, sick, twin, skinny. So, so but there so, wasn't, so there was no soap baby. There wasn't soap. That's but it, weird. But it did end with baby in any other form. So I was like, ding, 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 ding. That's, that's my soap baby. Soap baby. <laughs> So for this, it says that this dream is a promise that the situation will work out to your satisfaction within seven days. Whoa. And it also implies that you need to move rapidly in order to benefit from this lucky cycle. So I think I have like three days left of luckiness. So I'm going to really lean into those somehow. You're going to solve all of your life's problems in the next three days. I mean, I should. I should Thanks, at least soap try. baby. Can <laughs> someone <laughs> Google soap baby and an image to see what pops up? Soap baby. She's going to be a baby in suds. Well, then, I mean, as you could put soap baby carbon. I don't know where that's going to come up, though. That seems creepy. I think might you might get flagged by I the I was just thinking that. Well, you're not carving... The baby, you're carving soap the soap. carving baby yeah, is sure. the thing that came up. Yeah, right. It's, it's legit it's art. a carving. It's real art. Yeah. Let me see. A carving of a baby see, out of that soap. That looks terrifying. like much more legit, like in terms of like what a about this? <laughs> That's terrifying. Nope. You need okay. to send me that picture. I, I, <laughs> that was deeply disturbing to me. Um I it's have a, a bunch of I actually don't know if you guys even know this about me. I have a weird deep rooted thing against doll hands. Oh. oh, so that is probably the worst image you could have showed me. I claymation, did not know that. I claymation, knew claymation and doll hands. I oh, I just sent it in the group. <laughs> so, bro, if you at home, Amanda just mass texted me a picture of the doll hands. I'm sorry. So we're off to a great. You'll see it. Great, you'll, you'll see it start. on the Instagrams. <laughs> great. And the last premonition definition um, <laughs> that I looked up was. If you're using soap in your dream, which I did, it doesn't say if you're using a soap baby, but I figured this will still apply. I wish it this did book look was more specific. I I mean, it's pretty disappointing, but mm. I'll I'll read this anyway. It it's pretty short. It just says if you use soap in your dreams, that you will enjoy unexpected financial victory. So not Boom. only are you about to solve all of your life's problems in the next three days, you will come into a large sum of money. I mean, really? financial victories. Great. I'm just going to sit back, relax, and watch my life come together, I think. so. Thank you, soap baby. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this is the best dream I could have ever had. And, and now I, you're going to have to sell soap babies as like a thing people can use to wash their hands and then their life transforms. Except what genius. I can do is literally just buy a whole bunch of regular beige looking soap and be like, these are soap babies! Because that's what they look like in my look dreams. Look at it. It's breathing. I have a question. Yes. Besides the obvious, what's the difference between the boy and the girl in the soap form? The boy just looked like a bar of soap. Like <laughs> that's it, not a boy. That's a bar of but soap. But it was no. a baby. No, see, the baby that was handed to me it was a real. Baby. I just it was a real baby, and, it and shrunk. I and it was like a little boy. It, I didn't I didn't see it or like watch like the transition take place kind of thing. I was just literally snuggling with this cute, squishy, warm little baby boy, and then. Moments later in my dream, I was washing my hands with a soap baby. Someone swapped it. <laughs> the boy is somewhere else. <laughs> but, it is. but then I saw the rising and falling in, in the middle of the soap. <laughs> but it is interesting that you would have a 
that there would be like a, a gender or a sex transition, like from a male baby to a female baby. Yeah, That's when I when I woke specific. up, I, I kind of thought about that. I was like, in the moment when I had like the carving that I showed you, I was like proud. I was like, look what I did to the soap baby. And I was like, so talented. But then I, I woke up and I was like, I changed the baby boy to a girl. <laughs> I'm like, Why did I do that? I was like, I should have carved it as a boy. <laughs> but you're a girl. <laughs> I was like... You're like me. And it was you transforming. So yeah. I don't know. I guess I was like wanting to make it more about me. Selfish. I don't yeah. know. I mean. I think I, dreams are all I, about yeah, you anyway. Dreams are inherently selfish. It's true. A hundred percent. And now if you have dreams about soap or about transformation or babies or adults with baby heads or babies with adult heads. You can also selfishly think about what that means with the symbolism that we've described today. <laughs> totally. I don't want this to come out wrong. Go on. This is exactly the same time you started watching that that Drag Race show. No, I, I started watching from, that like two months ago. Oh, I thought you started last week because I was like no, the transition I'm, from boy to girl. I'm like, okay. Three seasons. <laughs> now you've got my attention. If this soap baby <laughs> is a drag to RuPaul's Drag Race, I am 100% on board and I want my own soap baby. Send also, it to me. if RuPaul saw what I did to make that soap baby boy look like a girl, she'd be like, this is awful. This is dreadful. Where is the creativity and the but imagination? Do you think that you turned this baby boy into a drag queen made of soap? Yes, that's exactly what's happened. I think so. I mean, that's not how I thought about it. Also, baby drag also, queen. Also, RuPaul would be what telling you to sashay like? away. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, yeah, sashay away. Sashay away. That's a good question. Yeah, she'd be showing me a picture of what you showed me of the, like, beautifully carved yeah. baby. And she'd be like, look at this. Look at what you did. Look at this. And then I'd be sashay You don't away. even get to lip sync for your life. You would no. just sashay <laughs> away. She'd skip that part. <laughs> you would get kicked off the show. <laughs> you'd be the second person to ever get kicked off the show. Shout out to Willem. 100%. Spoiler alert much? Jeez. Okay, there's... I, I fundamentally believe there cannot be any spoilers for a show that aired seven years ago. But it was just recently put on Netflix. Doesn't count. Seven years ago. What? Okay. Seven years ago. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. Fine. For now. Fine. But I do have one last piece before we wrap things up, and that is about Dream Facts. Love dream facts. Dream facts. Dream facts. Dream facts. Dream facts. So, <laughs> there is this study that was conducted and it spanned 40 years and had uh, 50,000 participants. So, one of your really official Instagram polls. Oh my gosh. I wish <laughs> that I could get what, like a 100th of the participants of yep. what they're getting. <laughs> Sounds right. Um, so slightly more scientific than the Instagram polls that I sometimes refer to. Mm -hmm. um, and so I have a question for you folks. Two, actually. 42. <laughs> All right. Are you going to hold with that answer yes. then? Solid. Okay. So the question is an A or B answer <laughs> of... What's more common in dreams, either negative or positive dreams? Negative. And Devin picked 42. And I picked negative. And I'm not Devin, I'm Dr. <laughs> oh, Adolfo my mistake. Dr. Samsonite. Let's put the reminder out. <laughs> I also think negative. You really did bring your idea. I'm impressed. So, Amanda, Nicola, any thoughts? Negative. Nicola? I would really love to say it's positive, but I think it's negative. I mean, not everyone can have soap baby dreams that are as fun as the one I just had. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think, and I think most 
This is a good dream? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. This was definitely a more positive dream that I currently have. Because it was only Stole like a fraction. And then I didn't steal. It. I didn't steal. Well, you carved The baby it. was handed to her. It just magically turned into soap. Yes. And then she happily carved it into something new. Yeah. But and like I said, Nicola wasn't happy, but she didn't like yell at me. With a little anything. bit of lighting and music, it's a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> we were at the cottage. <laughs> we're at the cottage. Nothing but, ever yeah. happens bad at a cottage in movies. <laughs> Especially not a group of girlfriends no, going away no, no. to a cottage for the weekend. Never. Never um, no, I would love to say that I think people would remember their, if this is self-reported, I feel like yeah. people are most likely to remember their negative dreams. Well, ding, 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 folks. There is a unanimous voting of negative, and you are all absolutely correct. Yes. But now I'm wondering, of those negative emotions that people can feel in dreams, what do you think is the most common that was reported from this Study of like 50,000 people. Are you giving us options or we just choose nope. a negative emotion? Choose a negative emotion that you think is the most common in dreams. Anxiety. Fear. That's But that's general, right? Like what kind of anxiety? Social anxiety? Am I getting that specific? Nope. Just general. Oh, I don't want to say anxiety because that's, that's going to catch it. Anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with fear. Dr. Samsonite and Nicola would be correct with anxiety and the grand prize the that you that you've yeah no, yes but I think it's there's phobia. there's fear like like if you have a dream where you like go to school and you're naked then you're really like embarrassed about it that's mm-hmm. more anxiety whereas if you have a dream where you're being chased you're anxious but you're mostly afraid I think that there is a distinction I've read like polls where they're like what's the most common nightmares and there are things about like that are like anxiety related and I like don't even qualify those as nightmares in my mm. books because I'm like anxiety that's not a nightmare I'm like yeah. fear or fear of death <laughs> like I'm like this is the this is the crap that I would mm. put in the nightmare category I'm like that's but there's all the people like us that dream about just normal everyday life mm-hmm. stuff that's not like fear but it's like I'm anxious because I'm late for work 10 minutes that's a or, nightmare like, I'm anxious. in my world no I know but that's anxiety well, no in a lot of people's fear. world yeah. like when I that's what I mean like when yeah. I've been looking up um, information about dreams and seeing like polls and results from surveys they're like these are the most common things for nightmares and I'm like I wouldn't even constitute that as a nightmare in my right. books like if I woke up I'd been like had a dream where I was anxious about this mm-hmm yeah. I never have dreams where I'm straight up afraid for my life, safety, or security. Yeah. It's always never never. I've never had a, a I've never had a real nightmare. The closest dreams I have to being nightmares and one that's been reoccurring quite frequently lately actually is I'm running through an airport to catch a flight that I know is already boarding and I'm far enough away that I think I'm going to miss the flight. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, it feels long of running through an airport. And that's just like that's yeah. anxiety because there's no real mm-hmm. high stakes. If I miss no. the flight, I miss the flight. Yeah, it's not like if I miss the flight, I die. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I empathize with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no, it, it would be the most common um, experience would be anxiety for like I said, the most common negative experience in a dream is anxiety. Yeah. So anxiety related dreams do pop up as nightmares um, in most people's books. Is it is there any research that sees a pattern between people who dream anxiety and express like display anxiety symptoms in major ways in their everyday life. Like if people dream about being anxious, are they less anxious in real life? Or if they don't dream about anxiety, are they more anxious in real life? Anything I, have, there? I have no idea. You're the expert. And now I'm feeling <laughs> like less of an expert again. Now we are bookending the podcast episode with, I am not an expert in dream interpretation, 
Well, that's it for an episode of All Things Dreams. Thanks for coming out. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Bye. 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 <laughs>